Shall we take a seat at Absolutely. our cozy sofa of wisdom? Absolutely. Shall we do that? I think we're Let's going to it. fill up the sofa so completely. This is the plan. The grande finale means we're going to use the full size of the sofa and there is much more space than just for six people. I hope so. Yeah, first of all, I have to start with a story about why am I wearing a totally <laughs> different t-shirt now? Because when I was approached by a colleague, he had the idea coming from the US, hey, we need to have two influencers coming to SPS. They are great. They are talking about automation. They are really deeply involved in the topic. Let's invite them. So we thought about having Dave and Flat here on stage, and then we had some prep calls. And John Ditellum, he definitely recognized and remembered everything what has been said and planned. And I told him in one of the conversations, hi, I've been an exchange student in the USA. I went to Vegas Valley High School, home of the Vikings. I'm a senior of 88. And this was the gift which was brought to me from those colleagues. And thanks, John. Great that you were remembering. So coming to the US once more, Dave and Vlad, what is your experience here at, uh, at SPS? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Christine. Again, as Christine said, I am Dave. This is Vlad. We are Manufacturing Hub. We do a bunch of live events every Wednesday, including last, I guess, yesterday. So if you guys are watching this live, go check back yesterday for, for the stream. It was a fantastic experience. I would say overall, the experience has been super exciting. As I told Vlad on, on day zero, Siemens Day, we were, got a little bit of behind the scenes view. I have no idea how we'll be able to see everything in this booth and also see any other hole. And good news, we saw about 40% of this booth and virtually no other hole. So <laughs> it is absolutely jam-packed. There were so many super exciting announcements. I do wanna call out one, one, the sustainable vertical farming that we got a chance to go see. And I do wanna call that out because at the core of the 80 acres and the inf infinite acres came from our colleagues over at the Siemens USA. And it's always amazing to see sustainability and it's also always amazing in order to see some of the US-based uh, products and solutions all the way over on this side of Europe. And Christine, before we throw any questions at you, I just wanted to thank you as well as the entire team of the stage because I believe the experience would not have been the same. We exceptionally seen have your organizational skills truly appreciated. On the back scenes, we've had many conversations, so we really know what it takes to run the show and we truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you guys and thanks to the team back there. Yep. This whole length of the wall, that's people sitting there. My colleagues, my team really preparing Absolutely. everything that this show is running. So once yes, more, thank you. big thank round you of applause for you guys back there. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. It is not over yet. Christine, we'd actually like to put you on the hot seat, the <laughs> same hot seat I feel like you have put hundreds of us on so far this week and ask you maybe for some of the highlights or some of the, the words and phrases that you continue to hear through all the presentations this week. Yeah, there, there is definitely a lot. We had 120 different topics which we covered in these three days. We had 200 speakers coming up here on stage sharing their knowledge, wisdom, insights, customer success stories, which is always great when they come up here. So what did I hear? Sustainability, big topic with the high energy prices, of yes. course, everybody tries to go there, but also low carbon footprint. This is what they aim for and need to change. Mm -hmm. Digitalization definitely is nothing which is in the far future. It has arrived and yes. um, our customers understood that they can use 
data in a very valuable way. And it's not just about maybe one thing, what they want uh, to achieve. There is much more benefits coming along if they use the data, and that's the core here, wisely. But then they need help and support and great people with ideas. And that's not mainly just us. And that brings me to the next point. It's the ecosystem, which was mentioned very often. Yes. Um, having trust being open mm -hmm. and um, sharing data, sharing know-how, sharing knowledge mm -hmm. and working together, looking for possible partners who have experience. This is mainly the core of what has been discussed here. Of course, if you look in, into these areas, e-cars, e battery manufacturing definitely is a topic where everybody's jumping in, but also industrial metaverse where you yes. think, oh, that's super fancy. No, artificial intelligence has arrived. And I'm excited for many of those topics. I think we see a lot of them here today. I've, I would also mention cybersecurity. I think it's becoming a hotter and hotter conversation in our space and is becoming extremely important on the OT side. So not only being open, but also protecting the systems in our facilities. That being said, Christine, we also have a few guests lined up off stage. I would like to invite them in, get their perspective. I think it's going to be extremely interesting. And first, we've got Magnus. Exactly. Big round of applause. Magnus Edholm, Head of Marketing Digital Enterprise. Hello, don't Welcome. be shy. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello, Magnus. Oh, oh, wherever. Wow. Hi. <laughs> you never actually took a seat on the stage here. You're always presenting standing and yes. talking about the digital enterprise and yeah. Digital twins are your best friends, right? Yes, sitting down and telling that story is difficult. I don't think <laughs> it can be done. I mean, no, Dave and Flad will catch you in here. We can stand if, if that's the... Oh, hey. It's been standing long enough. <laughs> now I take the opportunity. The sofa is really cozy, by the way, if you're wondering. Absolutely. So, Magnus, let me ask you. So, we are sitting in front of, on stage, and the entire middle of this is digital enterprise. There's lots of battery, there's lots of digital twin, there's lots of simulation, many exciting things. What, are your, what, are, what excites you the most coming out of SPS for digital enterprise of the future? Honestly, to meet the people. I think that's the, the thing that I burn for. And the, to have people joining us in tours across the booth. And talk, because everywhere you come and you get a question from the, the pack you're taking with you, yep. and you don't know it, you basically say, hey, can you answer that? And they bang, step in. And I think that type of interaction is something we need. And we learn a lot when we walk around, and I hopefully also our visitors learn a lot about the digital enterprise, about Siemens Accelerator, digital twins, digital threads. Uh, we have so many things. We spoke yesterday about yes. that in the, your podcast. So did, if yes. you haven't tuned into that, do it. It's really good stuff. That is one thing. And also the battery showcase mm -hmm. as a core in this hall is fantastic yes. to me because we have essentially everything from the requirements management through simulation, planning, machinery. Yeah, the cool stuff. The cool stuff. I'm not even sure I answered your question, by the way. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. No, no, I, I think you did a good job. And I want to say for anyone watching us on LinkedIn who haven't, has not registered for the Siemens uh, SPS extravaganza that has been streaming for the last three and a half days, please go ahead and do that. Siemens.com slash SPS 23. And I say that because we did a running reporter earlier and I got to go drag a camera person and Max all the way around the, the battery talking about from the creation with the digital twin and simulation all the way to how you were using artificial intelligence and robotics in order to 
figure out how to do the recycling of the battery because I think the entire kind of end-to-end -end process is extremely important. Absolutely. The sustainability is what drives us. I think it's, it's not something you do. I think it's a commitment. You need to commit to it. We do it. And just looking at the recycling of batteries, which is if you do it manually, it's potentially really harmful. And using digitalization to recycle more than the 5% of the batteries that we're recycling today, I think that's a thing that uh, drives me. And also, I, I believe everything, every one of us can do something to make the world a better place. Magnus, we like to ask our guests to predict the future, right? So we're thinking about three to five years <laughs> in the, into the future, and we'd like to get maybe your prediction on where digital enterprise is going. I, I think uh, it's fairly clear. We've been talking, digitization is first of all nothing new. We need to keep that in mind. If we look at the evolution going back 15 to 20 years, machine building back then was mechanical engineering. Then software came into play. 70% of all the patents nowadays machine building come from the addition of software. Then the digital twin kind of came to life. Digital threads, which is describing the process of a company when they're developing something. And it, that is converging into the industrial metaverse. And I believe it's going to be more. And to me, industrial metaverse is much more than just uh, high, shiny pictures. It is the fact that we work with data. Everybody's collaborating. It's a way to get new and motivated people in there. So I think it's going to be even more, like, perhaps gamification-ish, that direction. Mm -hmm. And I believe we were also talking about a university program that is going to be implementing a program on the industrial metaverse. I think that was a comment made a little bit off stage. So I think it's certainly shifting in the way students are going to be learning the new tools in the industrial yeah. sector. Yeah, there's a lot of things coming. Uh, some things I can't talk about now on stage, but uh, stay tuned in April and June. There's going to be more coming in that field. Uh, keyword immersive in all phases. So there's a lot of things ongoing in the background. Absolutely. I would say that this has been fantastic. I do want to go continue the conversation with Siemens Accelerator. And I believe Sebastian is up next. And he can exactly. maybe tell us a you little bit wait. more about Sebastian Bolt, one and only marketing <laughs> Thank you. for Siemens Accelerator. Hello. I stay away from you. Yeah. <laughs> I so. can, we can already start <laughs> in yes. here, jamming together. You got a headset. That's fine. Sebastian, he's, you ask him one question and then we have to take care that we're not going to exceed the 8 o'clock at night show. <laughs> so. I try my best. So. Sebastian, a uh, kind of similar question that we asked Magnus. Can you tell us what some of the most excitement is for Siemens Accelerator coming out of SPS? <sighs> Where to start? So I think this is just overwhelming in a very positive way. So how things come together, Magnus was elaborating on it a little bit. So Siemens Accelerator for me has been a journey of more than two years now, and it's exciting to see. And I was just talking uh, to a colleague a minute ago, me 20 years ago at SPS, me today here at SPS. It's unbelievable what has come reality, right? And Siemens Accelerator is somehow for me the DNA of everything we do today with our industrial solutions, with the ecosystem, our partners, all the products that you see here coming together in a way that I've never dreamed of it this way. So that's awesome. And I think this will also pave the way into a completely new future of industrial not only work, product solutions, but also collaboration, right? So you've been talking about the metaverse piece. We've been talking about the ecosystem here. If you see the dynamics in all these areas, this is just great. And I think we took an approach here that was not really known for Siemens or not really common. 
uh, first of all, opening up, that was a tough exercise for us, right? But we had to learn that this is the only way out in these circumstances we are all facing, right? So industry is in, in many ways in challenges that we only can solve together. And I think the Siemens Accelerator is uh, one approach that we present here among great technology yeah, to do that. And Sebastian, if I can follow up for just a moment and take a step back, if someone sure. hasn't seen or talked to someone about the accelerator, how do you position it in front of end users who are looking into? <laughs> for me, this is a gift. Mm -hmm. Okay, when I talk to a customer and he wants to know what is this Siemens accelerator about, I, I always tell them, you started already and you didn't even know. So you're using our products, great. You use our software, great. So what we do for you now is bringing these pieces together in a way that we manage interoperability, flexibility, openness of systems, right? We get you the right help through our ecosystem for any issue that you may have along the, along the way. And then I deliver this to you as a gift because you can start immediately. This is not something where you need to start a very complicated purchasing process. This just sits in our products, right? This sits in our software already. You just need to think about, so what is what I want to do? With our help together, with everyone in our ecosystem, we can just make it happen. And this way, most of the people really realize digital transformation is not rocket science. This is just something we need to start, and we do it together, and it will be awesome. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that, Sebastian. I would say we could sit here and talk for hours more, and I know because yesterday we got about 35 minutes with Dr. Gerhard Crest up on this very stage talking about Siemens Accelerator. I think there were a bunch of great comments, and I feel like yesterday's show we talked about how totally integrated automation was the promise of 25 years ago from Siemens, and I think that the comment is very much Accelerator is the next generation of the same promise driving that forward. So thank you so much, Sebastian. Absolutely. We'd like to bring Matthias on to talk about Industrial Edge, a little bit more of what Siemens is launching today. Matthias Pschor. Yes. Woo! Thank you. And these guys here are just a few of 160 experts whom we are having here on site yeah. to inform about our technology products and services. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us, Matthias. We talked a little bit earlier as a running reporter session. I believe that Industrial Edge is a very interesting technology when it comes to OT and IT integration. So I wanted to get your insight once again about Industrial Edge. Ultimately, what does it encompass and what is the vision for Industrial Edge? I think, and this is also the thing we learned with the many customer discussions we had here on the fair, that Industrial Edge has the potential to be the backbone for your digitalization strategy, for your individual way to accelerate to become a digital enterprise. And I think we showed at this fair, and our customer gave us also this response, that we have the right portfolio of hardware, we have an open ecosystem with great partners that have the right applications, and we have a strong platform that supports this as a backbone for your digitalization strategy. So together with our customers, I think we are on the path to unleash the potential of industrial edge for everybody. Absolutely. Everyone, Vlad and I, all of our viewers are super excited about Industrial Edge. We've had so many conversations. We've talked to the Mendix on Edge people. If you guys are long-term viewers, you'll have seen our Industrial Edge, Industrial Information Hub, Performance Insight live build that we did a couple of months ago on the Manufacturing Hub channel. Thank you so much. We are super excited to continue the journey as Siemens continues to open up all of these apps on Industrial Edge. We do want to continue forward. We've got Michael coming up to talk about cybersecurity. 
Michael Grimm. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Hi, Michael. Hello. Michael, cybersecurity, extremely hot topic on the OT side. Wanted to get your insights. What are we seeing that's new at SPS? What are maybe some of the offers from Siemens that help end users address some of their problems? So we're presenting at SPS, I'm pretty sure, one of the hottest topics. Yes. Because cybersecurity is needed that we can fulfill the customer's needs, and it's a base of digitalization and transformation. We are offering our own developed solutions, and we're taking care that just fit into regulations and legislations, and they are developed for the customer's needs. We take care of vulnerabilities, we take care of asset detection, of intrusion detection, anomaly detection, all that stuff which is needed to have a clear sight what's going on in the plant, in the process, and to protect the customer environments. And we have a super portfolio. I'm totally happy. And our customers who visit us at SPS Fair were surprised what cool portfolio Siemens is offering. Absolutely, I agree. I think cybersecurity is important and will only continue to become important. So we talk a lot to the North Americans. And as we were here, we were learning about NIST II and a bunch of other regulations of that are coming out that put monetary penalties on not following through to cybersecurity. So Vlad and I are super excited as we follow on those regulations in Europe to see how that's going to translate over to the rest of the world. Yeah, but Dave, we are not only following the NIST II in the EU, we are also taking care of the legislations and laws yes. in different other countries and try to find the right and appropriate solution that fit into that legislations. So you can be sure, as a global player, we are here for our customers. Absolutely, we, we appreciate that very much. So the next conversation we want to introduce is Bob Russell, who's going to talk to us about predictive maintenance. Coming all the way from Scotland. Thank you, Bob. Having worked in a maintenance organization, I understand the value of predictive maintenance. So I wanted to get some of your insights. What are we seeing today at SPS and how has predictive maintenance evolved? Yeah, that's great. And I think, yeah, the fact you understand it is fantastic. What, we're, what I'm seeing and getting reflected back, the people coming to our booths, is the inevitability of it. So if I go back to our vision when we started the concept of Sensei Predictive Maintenance in 2015, we saw with this whole digital world that this was a requirement that was coming. The question now isn't, what is it? And the question is, like, how do I do it? It's really it's an established part requirement for your manufacturing factory. And yeah, it, it, just really pleased to see that the market has matured and reflecting that, and we're seeing the demand from the people we're talking to. Absolutely. Let me ask Bob, if someone is interested in looking at predictive maintenance for, for the first time, as many of our customers and clients are, what is your top one or maybe top two takeaways or suggestions for them? Yeah, it's, it's think about how you're going to quickly establish the, the value from the system. I talk in terms of try to utilize capability you maybe have today, establish a process where you can understand the business value, reflect back on that, and then that then gives you the justification to get more budget, get more connectivity, Last and one. it becomes a virtuous cycle. As you make more savings, some of those savings you invest back in and expand out across the plant. When we think about predictive maintenance, this isn't like one, 10 machines. This is everything in your factory. You're in a digital world. You've got access to every machine now. We have one more colleague who is on standby mode coming to jam in here on the sofa. Yeah. That is Brian Lilly talking about virtual PLCs. Absolutely. Brian, 
Thank you hey, for Ryan. being here. I, I feel like we started it with a couple of North Americans. It is perhaps only appropriate that we bring you on stage all the way from the U.S. Absolutely. Very excited to be here. So uh, long-term <laughs> uh, watchers of Manufacturing Hub might know we've talked an awful lot about virtual PLC, uh, about the launch or soft launch in version 19. In fact, Vlad and I might have talked more about it than the rest of Siemens marketing <laughs> combined because we are super excited about the topic. Uh, I know that V19 brings the virtual PLC. Can you tell us what some of the conversations you were having this week are? Is the rest of the, the market, the rest of the people here, as excited as Vlad and I are? Oh, absolutely. In this case, I think for a lot of the customers I've talked to, there's the, the, the knowledge that, hey, I know what an S7-1500 is. In this case, it's the flexibility to have that in my environment, my way. And I think a lot of people see the addition of this to our existing edge portfolio as that next step in making sure I can control how I do my control automation in my way. Maybe as a final question for you, Brian, how do you see the VPLC offering evolve over the years? Do you have any thoughts on the future? Of oh, absolutely. The I think as time goes on, the VPLC is going to become a clear, it's going to have some clear opportunity to become more enhanced in the edge environment as it becomes a bigger part of the edge ecosystem. But simultaneously, it's going to become more and more by the nature of the 1500 itself, like for instance, adding functional safety. These are well-known values of an existing portfolio we all know and understand. And in this case, by virtualizing it, we're letting the customer decide how they want to implement it and drive it. No. Thank you, thank, thank you <laughs> Brian. We're just putting notes on here. What are we going to say? How much longer can we run the show before people will ask us whether we are crazy here? Christine, I was thinking myself at lunch today. I'm like, I think I have two more days. <laughs> I wish I had. I wish I, I had. <laughs> Hanover Messe, it's five days. We can put more topics on the stage then. So that's definitely a day to mark in your calendars. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So l let me give a kind of thank you, as we do uh, every week on Manufacturing Hub. Everyone, thank you for joining us here. We'll kick it over to Christine in just a moment to wrap us up. But this has been an amazing experience, as Vlad said. We want to thank all of the European and worldwide folks who have joined us on Siemens.com slash SPS23, who have joined us live on LinkedIn and very much thank the, the whole Siemens family for opening their arms and accepting a couple of crazy North Americans and allowing us to spend so much time up on stage. And I am saying thank you, representing you guys here as the team Siemens who came up here to join us. It's great, it's, it's teamwork and it's teamwork makes the dream work. This is what we keep on saying at Siemens and I think there is no quote which kind of states it better what we are accomplishing here. Thank you, Michael, Sebastian, all you guys here, Magnus, Matthias, Billy, and Brian, and all the rest here. Frank for taking all those pictures. This is awesome. Thanks, Dave and Flood, for running this show so often during the day. So let's, in arms united, we, we stand here and say thank you to all the team at the booth. Really great contribution. And there is one more team to whom I'm going to say a big thank you. And this is Laura and Max. Yeah. They've been here at SPS for the first time in their role as running reporters. And I think they've done a great, incredible job. And they're standing up there at the ceiling I don't know where, but somewhere we're going to wave to them. And we're handing over to you guys. Final wrap up. Hi, Christine. Thank you. So we're up here. We're up. We're up here. First floor. We can see you. Can you see us? 
Yeah, some of you can. can. Awesome. <laughs> we have a bird's eye view of the whole booth. It's amazing. So yeah, my first ever SPS, and I have to say, amazing, amazing, absolutely amazing. The whole thing, Laura. It's not your first SPS, right? You've done this all before. How does it compare to previous events? Every SPS is very special. I think this year with our booth so huge, these dimensions and also the diversity of topics, it's really overwhelming in the most positive meaning ever. And I really also like that it's so clear where you can find the things, right? The design area, realize area, optimize sustainability and so on. And of course, our big battery highlight showcase, I think, Team Siemens has really given its best and exceeded the expectations that anyone could have here. Do you agree, Max? I do. I absolutely <laughs> do. And unfortunately, I did not have the chance to join a guided tour. I don't think you did either, but you can tell us what happens now. The digital experience continues, I think, right? Yes, everything here continues digitally. So please don't be sad if you missed the stage presentation, if you couldn't come here on site in Nuremberg, or if you would have liked to take a guided tour because everything is online and it will not end today, but it will be available for weeks. Yeah, that's, I think, the very good news. Awesome. So, yeah, everything you saw on stage is available on the website, as we exactly, promised. Exactly, yes. Awesome. I have to say, a highlight of mine was definitely doing exactly this, running reporting all over the booth, interviewing all sorts of people, also with Dave and with Vlad, that was cool too. Just getting real up close pictures from the camera, seeing what people are showcasing, how our machines work. Uh, it's just absolutely stunning. And I think your guests were just as amazing as mine. Exactly, and I have a really nice short story to tell because today I got to know one of our solution partners and he said that it's his first time ever at a fair. His company was the first time at a fair and here at our booth at SPS and he was surprised by how deep these conversations go, so substantial and so on. So he was really happy and for us the feedback that also our customers and partners here on stage and at the booth are having so, such great experiences. It's just so good to hear. It is. And I also got a bit of feedback about our stage program in general. The format, we had presentations, info talks, whatever, and now uh, uh, finishing down there with, with Christine and everyone. It's just worked so well. It's my first time. I don't know anything else, but I think this format just works, right? It is, it does, yeah. yes, it does. <laughs> awesome. What else do we have to say? Christine's already thanked a few people. Before that, before we thank Christine, I would like to add one more thing, because this is not the last SPS. Oh. Of course, next year, yes. there's another yeah. SPS coming up here in Nuremberg, and it will be from the 12th until the 14th of November, and Siemens will be here again. So please, note down the date, save the date, and yeah, we will see you next year. Definitely. Thank you for reminding everyone <laughs> about that. Very important. And I'm going to hand back to Christine by copying her words, saying, teamwork, make the dreams work. Yeah, teamwork makes the dreams work. Thank you so much, Christine, for everything that you've done for your moderation, coordination, organization. You're amazing. And yeah, you're just, yeah, I hear the applause. Please clap your hands for Christine. Thank you so much. Now you brought me to tears. <laughs> Thank you very much. This was not possible if we didn't have all those great topics, solutions, but it's the people who stand behind this. So thanks goes back. And if you missed some of the highlights at this fair, let's take the wrap-up video as a great imagination of what has happened in these last three days here. Looking forward to seeing you next year again.
I think the team already left. <laughs> ran too late. Passed my, the 1800 my, deadline. I guess our our technology team left. Audio is off. Yeah. Video off. 25 minutes off. to go. Oh, I think are. our team left. This is why we can't see the video now. But for sure, it's gonna be on. <laughs> We're getting ready, 2024. Uh, one, one minute, I, I've been told just from my clever man in the ear telling me what's going on. So what, what is next for you guys? It has been extraordinary, exhausting hours. What are you doing tomorrow? Be after the fair is before the fair, essentially. So we're planning already now the Hanover Fair that we spoke about briefly in April in Hanover. Five days, also definitely worth a visit. Same size, uh, same people, same good spirit and amazing technology. Virtual PLCs, mm -hmm. uh, what have maintenance, <coughs> service people, everything. So it's worth, I hope to see you guys up there. Exactly. We'd love to be there. Yeah. Just wanted to say that, where are you heading to now? To the other halls where you haven't been yet? <laughs> <laughs> You've got another 20 minutes left. <laughs> um, no, you're heading back to the S tomorrow? Uh, heading back to the U.S. later this weekend. It should be very good. We're going to enjoy. My wife and I are going to enjoy a couple of days in Munich, taking a bit more of Bavaria, um, get some sleep this evening for the first time in about a week, um, and it should be very good. And then head back to to go as as we said. The after the fair is the beginning of all of the next things, and we have a bunch of amazing content, a bunch of amazing ideas that we are gonna do our very best to bring back to our North American viewers. And then everyone can catch us live Wednesday, four o'clock East Coast time, 10 o'clock uh, PM, German Central European time. If you guys wanna see even more of our faces in between now and the next Hanover Fair. And I can tell this is great. It's a one hour show which you're running weekly. So this is like the good night story for us. Um, <laughs> I just hear the video is ready to go, so let's take a wrap-up of SPS 23 and call it a day. <laughs>